On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody, to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I am Kate Majuke. You can follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. And as always, I'm joined by my awesome co-host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow him at Marcus underscore Mosier over on the Twits. Please give the show a follow, too, at LockedOnDynasty. Never miss an episode. We post them all there. Uh, just so you know, they hit. Uh, we post them as soon as they hit, so you never miss a show. But uh, even better, you could subscribe on YouTube, which is our new, our new baby. Follow us. Subscribe over there. Uh, and you can get these live shows where you get the opportunity to ask us your questions while we are streaming. And we are talking about all the dynasty football you can handle. Marcus, happy Monday. What is up? Not too much, Kate. I was hoping that this week in the NFL would be a little bit more calm and relaxed. And nope, that was not the case at all. We had some wild, wild games between Washington upsetting Tampa Bay your Steelers tied the Detroit Lions in Don't honestly even. the most disgusting game I've ever watched. Um, <laughs> just a, a crazy, crazy week in the NFL. Uh, but we should start with injuries, right? Like that's the big news of the week. And let's start with Robert Woods. This one actually happened or broke. Was it Saturday morning? Um, it broke Adam Saturday Sh- morning. Happened uh, yes, uh, Friday's practice, which is pretty incredible. It came out afterwards yeah. that Robert Woods tore his ACL at practice. And then uh, came back in and like finished, I think he finished practice. And then he did all the like post game chatter uppers and like Mm -hmm. he just went through his whole day and then they're like, oh crap, he tore his ACL, Uh, which just shows you how tough of a guy Robert Woods is. But I mean, thank God, thank God the LA Rams made a play at Odell Beckham (laughs) Jr. Because we got that news Thursday. So it had nothing to do with this torn ACL. It's just uh, perfect timing. Um, all right, so let's let's dive into this Robert Woods thing. So he is currently 29 years old. He turns 30 in April. Obviously, he's going to miss the rest of this season. You would expect him to be back early on next year just because, you know, the way ACL injuries are, it's not really a 12-month month injury anymore. It's really a nine-month injury. But And it was a clean ACL tear, so there was another ligament yes. damage, which is a, this is a huge positive. What's the long-term effect here? Because I was actually listening to another Dynasty podcast, and they said, you're free to drop Robert Woods now. Um, Because even when he played this year, it wasn't like he was giving you elite production. Uh, You know, over the last month of the season, uh, he was averaging just 58 yards, and now they're bringing in Odell and Cooper Cups to clear-cut wide receiver one there. I'm not saying to drop him, but obviously this takes, you know, this is a major hit to his value, right? Don't drop them. There's still plenty of trade value there, even if, because uh, me uh, on on my end of things, I'm looking at Robert Woods, uh, you know, long term situation, looking at his contract situation. Uh, I mean, he's signed with the Rams through the 2025 season. Every single season, he carries a dead cap. But even in the 2022 season, he carries 12 million dollars in dead cap. And I'm gonna I, I'm gonna say I I don't think the Rams would be super wise to uh, to play or to, you know, release him or trade him in any of that manner. Cause uh, his cap hits only 15 million to begin with. You only save $2 million by getting rid of Robert Woods. It just doesn't feel like 
uh, that's a super smart move from a football situation. But Robert Woods is just a good football player. Um, he hasn't performed for fantasy in the the way that you would expect. But let's look at the the fact about dynasty fantasy footballs. Our rosters are deep. They need to be deep. We need depth. Um, I, I, this is just, this is like way too premature. We saw Emmanuel Sanders come back from a torn Achilles, like at, what was he? 30, mm-hmm. 31. We're going to be perfectly fine having Robert Woods. And I, I think, um, maybe this is my opportunity to go out and trade him or check my waiver wires. Well, so I'm looking at some dynasty league football trades and we've actually had several since the injury broke. And it's fascinating what his price is right now. So let's just go through a couple, okay? Robert Woods for Jamison Crowder, straight up. Done. Give me, okay. give me Robert I, I Woods. I agree with you. I agree. Robert Woods for Tim Patrick. Give me Robert Woods. I, I agree with you. Uh, we'll go through a couple more. Robert Woods for Emmanuel Sanders. Give me Robert Woods. Robert Woods for Sterling uh, Shepard. Give me Robert Woods. <laughs> I, so I'm yeah, you're, yeah, you're seeing like, that I'm you apparently can, high. Yeah, yeah, you can get Robert Woods pretty cheap right now. I, it just how long do you want to roster a guy that's probably? I mean, he's never going to be a wide receiver one. I don't think he ever was at any point. And now he's like a borderline wide receiver two, wide receiver three. I think there's some problems with roster construction if you have short benches, if you don't uh, have IR spots, but. If you can afford to go out and stash him right now, I think you do that. Um, if you are a non-contending team, I think that's a, a smart move to make, right? Yeah, I think, I mean, the key here, and this is the reason why I answered uh, those questions the way that I did. The, the key for me is uh, how high is the upside when those players are at their best? Um, you know, Jamison Crowder has not been immune to health issues um, I mean, Robert Woods has largely been just a pretty healthy dude. He's been available for your teams. Uh, even though there has been plenty of of, of ups and downs, he's still um, a, you know, a wide receiver on one of the best offenses in the NFL with one of the best coaches in the NFL tied to one of the best quarterbacks, at least right now. I don't know. Uh, Matthew Stafford isn't our dynasty RB, uh, QB1 yet, but I, I think the situation's too good for Robert Woods, and I just think he, his upside's too high to to ignore. Um, he's definitely a, a candidate that I want to trade and stash, or trade for and stash. Uh, I agree with you. I think this is a good time to buy Robert Woods because he is only he's going to be thirty next year. I do think you can get some solid, even if it's just flex production out of him over the next couple of years uh, at a very very cheap price. Um, Let's just take a quick break so I can tell you guys about Build Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. Real chocolate with amazing flavors, and it's just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your next box at BuiltBar.com. All right, Kate, another injury that we have to talk about, Aaron Jones. Now, this one isn't as serious. It sounds like it's a sprained MCL. Uh, still could keep him out uh, of the lineup for, let's say, two to four weeks. And that means it's A.J. Dillon's backfield. Uh, we saw him in this game, 21 carries for 66 yards and two touchdowns. Also added in two receptions for 62 yards. Um <laughs> What's the value for A.J. Dillon going forward? Because last year we really didn't see A.J. Dillon at all until the end of the year. 
even before the Aaron Jones injury, this was trending towards a split, you know, backfield and a committee. Now AJ Dillon is going to get the the lion's share of the workload over the next month. Does this change your thoughts on Dillon at all? I, you know, I I really I like Dillon. I think he's a fantastic, uh, you know, trade candidate. If you are a contender, um, he's somebody you need to buy to you know secure up these final weeks of your fantasy football season. I think um, right now you could probably get. Would you say you could get Dylan for a second, or is that not enough? Oh, I don't think that's enough. No, I'll pull up some trades here in a second. But no, I, I'm actually if surprised because I, I want to leverage AJ Dylan. I'm not trading him for a second round pick. I'm just, I'm just not. I'm see, I'm surprised because I want to use the leverage that uh, Aaron Jones is coming back to to dangle that and say, you know, I'm I'm renting this player. I am renting this top end running back right. value. So, so, okay, these are some trades that happened for AJ Dillon over the last couple of days before the Aaron Jones injury. Let's let's go through them. AJ Dillon in a 2022 first for Kyle Pitts. Okay, I like that. AJ Dillon for Calvin Ridley. What? Yeah. Now that one's a little harder because of some of the off the field stuff, right? Like is is we don't know when Calvin Ridley is going to come back. If he does come back, we don't know if Calvin Ridley is going to play at all this season. So that one I'm a little bit more comfortable saying let's just kind of ignore. Um all right, AJ Dillon for a second round pick, a 2022 second round pick and Rondale Moore. Yeah, I would do that. Which side would I'd you do that. that? Oh, sorry. Uh AJ Dillon. Okay. How about this one? Last one. AJ Dillon in a 22 first round pick for Dalvin Cook. Oh my gosh. I give me Dalvin Cook. Okay. So you're still not sold on this AJ Dillon thing. No, and I actually I love AJ Dillon. I love AJ okay. Dillon, the player. I like I've I've always likened him as a Derrick Henry light. Love those quads, my man. Uh, those, those big tree trunks, those are fantastic. Um, but I'm not sold. Like, I, I think that kind of value is something that I want from a team uh, or out of a, a rookie running back, or not a rookie running back anymore, but um, I want I want that kind of value as a running back who, uh, you know, on a team that didn't just sign their, their franchise running back to a, another long-term deal. Yeah. Like Aaron okay. Jones is not just going to go away here, um, even though uh, AJ Dillon coming on. I do think there's a world in which both of these guys can be very productive players, and we've been seeing it over the last couple of weeks, right? And that's even without you know Aaron Rodgers in the Chiefs game. So I'm probably just not giving AJ Dillon up for a second round pick, just because. Man, you're, I think we're going to see this over the next month. Kate is like AJ Dillon in a lead role on an Aaron Rodgers offense is going to be a low end RB one every single week. Yeah, I think the the volume is going to be there. Um, uh, let's say okay, I'm gonna I'll amend my statement. I'll do a second plus a you know one of these younger wide receivers. Like I really liked the Rondell Moore pick because we know that uh, you know. Rondell Moore flash, but hasn't we haven't seen yeah. much out of him since out of outside of that one broken coverage play that just it piled on the yards and stats. I do think uh, you know, maybe throwing in, you know, one of these uh young receivers with upside that hasn't quite displayed that yet, throwing in some of that promise, you know, they could be the sprinkles on the cake. Uh, but I'm not really I'm not ready to commit a first yet. And that's just that's me. 
but it's just the Aaron Jones roadblock. But I mean, if you're, if you're a contender, it's going to be really hard to find a uh, probably cheaper RB one rest of season than AJ Dillon. So like if somebody offered you, if you had AJ Dillon, a second round pick in, let's say Nico Collins for Dillon, is that something you'd be interested in or is Nico not good enough? I wouldn't say Nico's good enough. Uh, Nico on any other team, but the Texans, that would be good enough. Um, like Maybe Elijah Moore is probably Palmer. too much, right? Elijah Moore is probably a little too much, but uh, yeah. yeah, if I actually, maybe, maybe that's the, the, the perfect offer, right? Um, Cause Elijah Moore, he, he's come on recently, but there's still question marks there. Yeah. Uh, once Zach Wilson comes back, is he going to still be able to sustain that production? Uh, maybe, maybe a second and Elijah Moore for AJ Dillon is my perfect package. How about you get Robert Woods in there? You trade Robert Woods for AJ Dillon in a second. How about, or you, you know, oh my or, gosh, I love that. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, all right, let's get to some actual performances from on the field, Kate. Um, again, I, I know you were not able to watch a lot of these games, but your Steelers against the Lions was just a fan, I mean, a fantastic game for so many different <laughs> reasons if you love comedy. Uh, but DeAndre <laughs> Swift, Kate, in this game, 33 carries for 130 yards. He also added in three receptions for five yards in this game. And then Najee Harris, 26 carries for 105 yards. And he had four catches for 28 yards. So my question for you is this, which running back do you want going forward? Uh, Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm going to give you the arguments for each of them, right? Okay. I obviously trust, I think, the Steelers' offense. Well, do I? Yeah, I think I do. I think I trust the Steelers' offense going forward more than the Lions. However, DeAndre Swift is younger. He's got more big play potential. Uh, It seems like they do use him a ton as a receiver. Not that the Steelers don't use Najee as a receiver a a lot, because they do. Um, But this one's interesting to me. Which one do you like better? I think I roll with Najee and this is not just me being the biased Steelers fan. I mean, it is a little um, bit, at least just a bit. It, it, maybe it's a bit. little bit, but you do here, have a Najee you... jersey directly behind your head right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. I forgot that was there. Yeah. That is kind of damning. Um, <laughs> I, uh, so like just for, I think you could probably trade them for each other straight up. Like if you find, uh, if you, if you're interested in like, I, I think these guys are on a very similar playing field right now in dynasty. But I do think I roll with Najee, and the the answer comes down to, I think Najee is the focal point of that offense, uh, just moving forward. Like the this team has I, I made it its goal to establish the run. The offensive line looks much better than it did to start the season. They look like they're gelling and gaining more chemistry. My question mark with DeAndre Swift is, is he going to be as heavily involved as a receiver once they? don't have Khalif Raymond as the wide receiver one. Like yeah, probably just that's because the he's question. such a good receiver, right? Yes. But will he be as heavily involved? I don't know. I don't trust that. Cause I think, um, you know, though he's a good receiver and I do think you need to get him involved. Um, I, I still think that there's some of that narrative uh, and some of these touches that are, are being uh, produced for him just by the fact that I, there's nobody else to catch the ball. I have to imagine, and I think it's going to be much better football to watch when they're able to spread the ball around a little bit more and 
uh, you know, maybe that increases the efficiency for DeAndre Swift. If, sure. uh, you know, teams don't know that he's the de facto target every week, but. I don't know. It's interesting. Um, here's what I would say, Kate, is that DeAndre Swift, yes, he had 33 carries in this game, but in the eight games before this, he has averaged 11.3 carries per game. Now he's making up for it, obviously, in the, in the receiving game, right? He was averaging basically six catches a game. However, Najee, in his last five games, is averaging 24.2 carries per game on top of three and a half catches. You just, if you're getting somebody with that much volume, I don't care how inefficient you are as a runner, which he is, 3.8 yards per carry. It's just, he's the guy in Pittsburgh. They're all, he's always going to be the guy. They're not interested in giving the ball to anybody else. Benny Snell had one touch yesterday, and that was the entire and that was one touch too many. Yeah, it was one touch too many. And that's all the touches the Steelers gave to every other running back on the roster. So I think it's close. I think Swift is – I think he has a chance to be even better if he gets with a better quarterback next year, uh, if the offense is just better. But I do agree with you. I think I think it's probably Najee Harris, as much as I hate to agree with you on that. And we talk about inefficiency. DeAndre Swift is only averaging 3.4 yards per attempt this season. Nope, not bueno, guys, not bueno. No, it's not. It's not. It's not like the touchdowns are all that different, though, right? Like, it's not like Najee's scoring a, a bunch more touchdowns, but it, he's got six touchdowns on the year, and I believe Swift has, uh, I'm looking it up, five. So, even though Pittsburgh's offense Give me offense Najee is better, or give me death. Okay. All right. Just okay. relax there, Kate. I can't flex anymore after, after what we saw yesterday. And honest to God, so guys, I was down for the count yesterday. I was quite ill, did not watch the football games uh, up until I couldn't watch until like Sunday night football. But I'm really glad, honestly, that I missed out on the Steelers game because I, I, was watching the box score on my phone on the ESPN app and nauseated as all could be. Uh, sounds like that was a good one that I missed out on. But Marcus, looking across many of the box scores from yesterday, this sounded like a disastrous week from the get and not just for my Pittsburgh Steelers. So can you get me caught up on, on some of the big news from yesterday? Who was the most disappointing quarterback yesterday? Because we had a lot of them. Um, we saw Cam Newton come in in his first game back with the Panthers, which I'm all in on. I'm very excited for Cam Newton scored uh, 11 fantasy points. And that was, that was like actually more than a lot of quarterbacks like <clears throat> Matthew Ryan. He yeah, doesn't even he, get a Matt, Matt this Ryan. week. He gets Matthew Matt, Ryan. Matt Ryan was the, the most disappointing quarterback. So, uh, Two I, I don't fantasy know. Points. Thought, yeah. Oh my gosh. So. The first drive of the game, it was very impressive by them. They went eight plays, 58 yards, and it was just chunk play after chunk play. I'll read them to you. It was a Matt Ryan pass to Kyle Pitts for 17 yards, and then it was another pass to Kyle Pitts for 18 yards, and then it was a pass to Cordero Patterson for 14 yards, and then it was uh, a pass to Russell Gage for 12 yards. And then from that point on, Kate, Matt Ryan had five completions the rest of the day. Five. In a game that was a complete blowout, Matt Ryan never had a third down conversion in this game. Uh, the offense never crossed midfield at all it, from the second and third quarter. In fact, Kate, in the second quarter, the Falcons had negative yards of offense, negative 14 yards of offense. It's just oh, so man. frustrating because we see weeks where Matt Ryan looks really good and this offense, you know, is fun. And Cordero Patterson's getting 125 yards 
through the air and Kyle Pitts looks unstoppable. But then there's games like this where they just look absolutely atrocious. He was my uh, most disappointing quarterback of the day. Um, I want to get to some of the other news and notes from around the league. Uh, but before we do that, I should tell you guys about DirecTV. Uh, I use DirecTV every single day. I've got three TVs in my basement so I can watch all the games. So I had this I had the Steeler Lion game on one of the smaller TVs uh, just because of the comedy. And my gosh, Jared Goff, if you want to see bad quarterback play, holy cow. Uh, but DirecTV Stream allows me to watch all these games. It gives you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. That is DirecTV.com, DirecTV.com. Also, I want to tell you guys about Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you have to do is use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus from basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the games begin. Um, all right, Kate, let's get to a couple other things from Sunday. Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, no Damian Harris in this game. He was out with a concussion, I believe. Ramondre Stevenson was the lead guy in this one. 20 carries for 100 yards and two touchdowns. Also caught four passes for 14 yards. If you are a Damien Harris fantasy owner, are you nervous about Stevenson potentially taking over this role as the lead back? Uh, I I wouldn't say I'm necessarily concerned to that point yet where I I worry that Damien Harris will uh, like lose his role within the offense, but I, I worry that they're going to get this role split. Like that's, that's a genuine concern because I think um, as we've seen uh, this, this season, as they've rotated through running backs, it's not just been Damian Harris that, that has found success. It seems like every time any of these guys touch the ball, it, they produce a successful run. Um, and I think from a football standpoint, if I'm, if I'm the coach and I'm looking to keep my running backs healthy and fresh, if they're all being equally productive uh, and there's not one outshining the other, then I my inclination would be to rotate these guys through the through the back to keep them fresh. Um, and that is very concerning for fantasy football. So honestly, I I'm not hoping to have either of these guys. I, that either I, if I had to pick one, it'd probably be Ramondre Stevenson, just because I can get him at a much lower price. But this is going to be a really tough time, I think, to move on from Damian Harris. Uh, until you see maybe other injuries in the backfield that that force him back into a role where he sees 20 carries in a game, then you sell him. It does make me nervous. I really like Damian Harris, but how can you put Ramondre Stevenson back on the bench when he, when he plays like this? I think at the very worst, this is a, what, a 70-30 split going forward. And then we need to remember, James White is out for the season with a hip injury. He's going to come back because we know Bill Belichick loves him and he's going to eat into that passing work. So I think, I don't know if you can sell Damian Harris now because of what Ramondre Stevenson just did, but I guess I would, I would be nervous, but um, any other big takeaways from this game of the chiefs back? I mean, Patrick McCombs did throw for five touchdowns and 400 yards this week. The chiefs are back. Uh, I, I do think uh, we need to talk about uh, the fact that, 
Damian, uh, Damian Williams, Daryl Williams, um, had a absolutely fantastic day. Um, you really, you cannot beat the way that he was so involved as a receiver. He looked really good. Um, my question, like, I think the chiefs obviously need to have an established run game, which I do think they had more of that, uh, you know, in, in the beginning of the season when Clyde Edwards, Alaire was healthy. Um, definitely. I think Daryl Williams is somebody to keep your eye on. I love Clyde Edwards, Alaire. I've made that perfectly clear, but um, he's just, he's played really well uh, whenever he's been given the opportunity. So I wonder if he is going to see more of that, more of a passing down role uh, because he was, he was an excellent receiver. And I think he provided uh, Travis Kelsey and, and Tyreek Hill, a lot of breathing room when they were able to establish him as a receiver out of the backfield. Uh, last thing before we head out, Odell Beckham playing tonight for the Rams in place. Of I'm Robert so excited. Woods. Uh, what's your prediction? His stat line prediction tonight. Does he score a touchdown? Yes. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I think, think he, he I think he scores a touchdown. I don't think he's going to have a uh, hundred receiving yards, but I could picture him having like, you know, maybe five for 50 and a score. And I like, I he's think gonna they're going to make it right. Yeah. I, I think they're going to make it a point to get him involved early. I like agree. he might not be executing a lot of these, uh, these flashy plays because he's still got a lot to learn in terms of the playbook. But I do think they like, I mean, at, at a certain point, just run Odell up the side of the field, maybe get him on some slants. He knows how to do the rest and his scheme is irrelevant. They're going to, they're going to get him involved. I agree. He's going to, he's going to score a touchdown tonight. And we're going to hear all about how it was, it wasn't his fault in Cleveland. It was the Browns fault and Odell's back and, I'm ready. I'm I excited guess. for that narrative though. Cause I mean, my, my guy Odell, he's been dogged on and I think he needs, uh, I, I, I think he needs a little love cause he's been okay. the subject of much grumpiness. Like go Odell. I'm rooting for him. Excited to see what we have to talk about on Thursday. And we are going to come back to Odell. We are going to come back to Odell. On Thursday. Yes. We are going to come back to Odell because every show is an Odell show. And that's what I talked yeah. about on Friday when you weren't here. Odell's dynasty value. And that show in about a day, it was completely irrelevant because now Robert Woods is out for the year. So that's fantasy um, football, man. That's Moves fantasy fast. football for you. So that is it for today's show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You can download the show wherever you get your podcast, continue to check us out on YouTube. We really appreciate you guys uh, watching us over there. You can follow the show at Lockdown Dynasty. You can follow Kate at FF Ball Blast, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we'll see you next time.